Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. A government shutdown on October 1st may not be in the cards after all. President Trump steps back his threat to shut down the government if Congress doesn't fund the border wall. Trump assures supporters he's secured commitments from congressional leaders to fund the wall after the midterm elections. The House will begin to conference with the Senate over a series of appropriations bills, including the financial service and general government measure. Both chambers named conferees who will work through their differences in the interior, environment, financial services, and general government minibus, as well as the defense, labor, education, and health and human services minibus. Senate leaders say they want to move appropriations through in regular order this fall. Government funding runs dry on September 30th. DHS is taking a crawl, walk, run approach to a big cybersecurity consolidation effort. The Homeland Security Department has 16 different security operation centers, all with varying capabilities and services. So DHS Chief Information Officer Dr. John Zengardi wants to get down to about four or five over the next few years. Zengardi says DHS created four interagency working groups to review the current SOC setup. The group will look at the service plans, the policies and procedures governing the centers, the contracts each component uses to staff and resource their operation centers, and the current tool set each SOC has today. I'm Jason Miller. A federal-local partnership will let travelers at a D.C. area airport board just by walking past a camera. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Customs and Border Protection establishes a joint program with the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority. It'll bring facial recognition for international passengers to and from Dulles International Airport. Dulles, by year-end, will join 14 other airports where CBP is testing this technology. Cameras scan a traveler's face, and the image is compared to a database of faces on the day's flight manifests. I'm Tom Temin. The Environmental Protection Agency launches a new environmental data dashboard. The agency releases its industry sector snapshots application. The new web app pulls environmental and economic data from a handful of agencies and tracks industry's output of air emissions and greenhouse gases over the last 20 years. The agency releases snapshots on the iron and steel, chemical manufacturing, and utilities and power generation sectors. It'll release 10 more industry snapshots on a rolling basis. The Air Force is calling on industry to help with its pilot training next program. The initiative uses individualized training, biometrics, and virtual reality to train pilots faster. The services innovation hub, AFWORKS, is leading a challenge, asking industry to bring technologies to the Air Force that integrate technology and learning and analyze data. Major General Jim Richardson gets picked as the Army's next Deputy Chief of the service's new Futures Command. Richardson is currently the leader of the Army Aviation and Missile Command. He'll serve as the Deputy to General John Murray, who assumed the leadership of Futures Command last month. A study by the Government Accountability Office finds widespread duplication and overlap in the Defense Department's HR functions. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. GAO noted there are at least six organizations that provide HR services to the various military departments and defense agencies, and in some cases, those organizations are paying multiple providers for the same services. Auditors say the fragmentation is leading to unnecessary overhead costs and makes it hard to track the performance of DOD's HR system. For example, GAO says the duplication has led the department to implement more than 800 learning management systems. Many of them are duplicative, but no one in DOD can calculate their total cost. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. And members of the National Federation of Federal Employees say managers at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Georgia recorded a private meeting. Union and VA management were in the middle of negotiations. Nephi says the use of a recording device violates the Federal Service Labor Management Relations Statute unless both parties agree to it. Federal unions say collective bargaining negotiations are still tense after a federal district 
district judge invalidated provisions in the president's recent executive orders. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.